Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we are having conversations that matter for wherever the military has taken you. We're bringing you stories from real military spouses who not only understand the challenges, they are harnessing the opportunities to build lives they can love. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that will help you along your military life journey. Welcome everyone, this is Heather Campbell, and we are so thankful that you have joined us on the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we dive into the uniqueness of the military family journey by helping you build a life, a community, and a home you love when you are not in control of where you will call home next. All right, everyone, I am so excited for today. I know I say that so often on these episodes, but I am really excited for what Mill Housing Nation is planning, what we are sharing here with you on the Mill Housing Nation podcast. And just to bring in these topics, today I have a friend of mine, Maria Reed. She is a pro on all things that have to do with improving your home, with making your home look nice, with making it look beautiful. And you guys know that I am a scientist and my house looks like a scientist lives here. So I am so thrilled to get all of this knowledge from her. And today we're going to be talking about cheap upgrades, which, you know, sounds so crazy, but we're military. So let's be transparent, cheap upgrades to make your home look nice, to make it feel like home. So Maria, thank you for being here. Please share a little bit with everybody about you and about what you do. Well, thank you so much for having me, number one. And I just want to say, because you're in Alaska and I'm representing right now because I was just in Alaska doing a makeover for a military family and it was amazing, amazing there. It is. Um, but as a military family, you know, all the things that we have to do to figure out how to do that. So we're in the world of home improvement. I started a home improvement show. I'm the little guy. There's a whole big network, right, that, that's right. out there that has a lot of home improvement shows. So I'm the little guy, but I'm okay with being the little guy because I'm scrappy and I can figure things out on a budget, which I think is what military families and, and pretty much right now, all families yeah. need because money's tight. Anywhere you go, money is tight. Right. So Moving with the Military is our show. A total shameless plug. If you guys go out there and support it, we appreciate you. Thumbs up. It's so great. Thank you. Because the more supporters we have, the more military families that we can honor and help. So we greatly appreciate that. But my number one, and a lot of people don't want to hear this one. This is always like that, that topic that they're like, ah, really? Yes. Declutter, declutter, declutter. Yeah. Because through the moves, come on, you're with me, right? I am so with you. Through the moves, scientists, you gather you maintain, you keep storing items. And sometimes, and, I, and I'm guilty, I'm not saying it like I'm not guilty. Right. I'm saying it because I am guilty that we store items like, hey, you know, I haven't opened that box in, in like three years. Yeah. What's in the box? <laughs> Very clearly not anything that I'm looking for regularly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I have all of these items you need to purge. You need to go through. Number one question I want to ask those who are watching and you as well. How many curtains do you have? In Alaska, we need blackout curtains because we have something called midnight sun. When I lived in Florida and Alabama, we've had this, this really fun experience where we've gone from Florida to Alaska, to Alabama, to Alaska. So we only ever like, you know, you hear cross country move. We cross the continent, literally like we go across the continent. So we have these cross continent moves. Well, in the South, I want sheer curtains and I can see and it's beautiful. But in the summer in Alaska, I need it to black out, right? So I don't get rid of the blackout curtains because they're not cheap. 
But there's definitely like a household of sheer fun, pretty curtains in my linen closet in the bottom for maybe the next place that we don't know where it is or what it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. They're and, in there. Yeah. And that's the hard part about being a military family that you, you don't want to declutter or purge because you're like, where are we going to next? Right. What's going to happen next? And that's really a difficult um, thing to answer because you don't. So curtains are one that we tend to hold on to because we're only in a place for a certain amount of time and then we move and no window is the same in any house that we go to. No. So that is definitely a struggle. Um, but another tip that I love to give to, to really make a house a home and it be on a budget and it's another one, paint. Yes, you have to paint it back when you leave. Yes, you do. Yes, that will happen. But painting a room will transform the space. And it's really hard as a military family and, and chime in here at any moment. When we get to a new house and it's the white walls, we feel like this isn't mine. Yeah. I am just here temporarily. I'm here for a short time. But where I will challenge you is, yes, you are there for a short time, but you're making memories there with your family there for however long you are going to be there. Uh, oh, man. Okay. So listen, listen. All right. I haven't listened. Listen, 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 listen. Okay. So I haven't painted in this house. We're unique that we came back to Alaska and we're in the same home we were in before the same floor plan. Like I'm three doors down from my old house. So I did for the record, ask for that house because it would make my address history way simpler. If I could just repeat one, right? My, my address history is a little cluttered. Military spouse problems. I know, I know. So we didn't paint here, but I have a collage wall of photos. And long story short, I haven't updated it in a couple of years. So I haven't hung them because I want to update them and I want to get it just perfect before I hang them, right? And I was talking to somebody just in July. So you're the second person to say this to me. And I said, well, you know, at this point we're moving in a year. Like, do I even want to hang the pictures? Maybe I'll just put them back in the box. And she said, Two years is we're here for two years. She said, two years isn't very long for an adult. She goes, but two years is a really long time for your kids. She said, hang the pictures. And I was like, oh, that's kind of stepping on my toes a little bit. And so now you're saying the same, like, okay, I get it. I get it. You know, universe, I'm getting this message that I very clearly need to go bring in this part of our home that has been in each home that has been the constant, no matter, sometimes it's in a hallway because it's a collage wall, right? So only wall spaces in a hallway. Sometimes it's in a living room. In one house, we had it in the dining room where we eat every night. So that was really special. So, okay. I hear you. I need to hang the pictures. Good news is I have eight months of winter starting any day. So I'll have so much time (laughs) to be inside and hang the wall pictures, but I haven't painted, but I do have welcoming. But that's another way. Yeah. But that's absolutely another way. If you don't want to paint, you want to stick with the white walls, which are beautiful, clean, airy, makes everything feel a little bit spacious. You can add color with wall art, with photography. And I do recommend hanging. Yes, you will leave a tiny little hole in the wall. That's okay. A little speckle will fix that right on your way out. No worries. But it is your family and your memories. And Mm -hmm. to just sit in a room. And I think beyond the military, America, the world has felt the effects of COVID. And living inside a space, staring at walls. So welcome to our lives. Because that 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 we we were like, yeah, we feel this, we've done this, but it is that. This is your home, it's your space. So put up the artwork, put up the curtains, paint the walls, removable wallpaper is my go-to. That's what's behind me here, this beautiful shiplap, which if you're listening on the podcast, you can't see, but I have shiplap wallpaper for my backdrop in my office space. The other half of the room is 
a guest room that you guys cannot see. I'm sitting next to a queen size bed because that's military spouse life, right? We just make it work. But behind me is is a section of wall that looks very nice. And it makes me feel at peace when I come in this space to work. (laughs) But you just hit the nail on the head. You just hit the nail on the head. It makes you feel at peace. I've been working on a style guide and I call it the design dialect. It's actually a book because most people don't have design speak. They don't speak in those words, but they speak in their own words. So when we understand, like, is there a place in Alaska that you love going to, to get coffee or whatever? Is there a place there that you love to go into? And then think about why is it that you really love going in there? Mm. What makes you feel good about walking in that space? And it usually will have something to do with design the color, the layout, the artwork. It just may have this total Zen vibe and you feel very comfortable in there or the the things are placed properly. Like the books that I'm totally eyeing your shelves, the books that you have horizontally and not vertically, which is lovely. You know, all of those things, they impact us emotionally. And when military families have so much stress that they're dealing, because that's our our constant, right? Our constant Mm -hmm. is that there's never a constant. There's never a constant. Mm -mm. Things are always going to change. The best advice I ever got from a military spouse, she's a Marine Corps spouse. Her name is JoLynn. She said, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Oh, it's my nemesis. I hate being uncomfortable, but I'm a military dependent who married the military, right? I I grew up and I went to college and I went to graduate school and I'm going to go do the things and I have this bright future laid out for me. And then you know, I met this guy and it totally changed everything. Which is so many of us have that story, right? My story is not even unique as a military spouse. So many of us have this trajectory that has this point with this person that changes, right? And it's true. It's uncomfortable. And I am a very type A list maker. I like to know what's required. What can I do? Let me check off my list. And I have for 10 years in my career continuously invented new positions because of moving, been the one who has to decide what the job description is while I'm doing the job. And those things are so uncomfortable for me, but I've grown so much. And it's also made me really appreciate the things that, that aren't constant, that are really great, right? When you're in a good season with your family or you're in a good location and the ops tempo means you see your service member a lot. It makes me really cherish those even more and see how special they are. And it helps me to focus on the things that I can control. For me, being a family meal expert, I really focus on gathering my family once a day. Sometimes it's for breakfast, sometimes it's for dinner, but 10 to 15 minutes a day where I'm intentionally pouring into these tiny humans. I don't want them to grow up to be selfish jerks that I am connecting with my spouse. <laughs> you know, and, and sometimes it's a, not here, but sometimes it's at Chick-fil-A and sometimes it's a it's pizza around the front of the TV. Sometimes it's at the dinner table. Sometimes it's a breakfast bar, but finding that constant that for my family, they know that once a day, we are going to intentionally talk to one another for 15 minutes without our electronics. And I know it's torture and you guys will be fine, but you're going to talk to me for 15 minutes. And and that's one constant in our house. So think about that, right? It's, this is a thing that you do now add to that. You're doing this, but you hate the space you're in. You hate it. Or you don't hang up the collage wall that's getting hung in the dining room that we sit in every night. Exactly. And that is a, it's a series of memories that you want to continue. Like you said, two years to us may seem like eh, nothing, but to a kid between sixth and eighth grade, my son, his voice dropped. He, he was a totally different person. Yeah. Just those two years. And half of that time, his dad was deployed. Mm. So I'm like, all these memories that are being made. We need to 
make them as beautiful for whatever way that is. And for everybody, beauty looks very different. I don't judge. I don't judge because what I like, and especially as an interior designer doing a home improvement show, I am not designing for me. Right. My style is not what I'm putting in there. I meet with each family and I listen. I listen to what their needs are. And I've often been, you know how people are on the internet. They just feel like it's okay to say whatever they want. And I'm okay with that because I've got all kinds of answers. But people have said to me, ew, I hate that couch. I would have never picked that. And I'm like, I'm so glad you said that. Let me tell you exactly why I did. Mm. All these different reasons of why that couch was perfect for that family. It may not look like it might be the perfect Pinterest piece, but at the end of the day, it's beautiful and it works for the family and it's still well-designed, but it, it is what the family needs. And that's what we strive for. We do strive to make it a beautiful place where the family can feel like it's home and they love being in that space. That's what's really important. Okay. I have another one. Yeah. And all the things I have for you. We talked about decluttering. We talked about painting, hanging up the pictures, put up the curtains. That's part of the, the hanging, hang, hang up the things. Area rugs really ground spaces and make them feel warmer. Yeah. So that's why we use area rugs is to bring warmth into a space and to ground it, especially if you've got like, I love military housing, these really long spaces. Yes. And I'm like, what am I going to do with this side? And then what am I going to do with that side? So by using area rugs, you can ground them as separate spaces and they, they're like zones. So they have different functions. And then lastly, Don't be afraid to DIY and don't be afraid to go to thrift stores. I am a thrifter. I do not buy everything new because I don't think it really tells the story of of us or tells the story of the families that we're going to help. When I hear their stories in Alaska, she talked about, so I'm going to give you a little inside that nobody else has because the episode hasn't come out yet. She told me that she loves sea glass. She's from Mm. the California coast and would collect it. And and now she's in Alaska and didn't have any. I listen. So how can I bring in sea glass? If I would have known then what I know now, I would have gotten a little airplane. I would have found someone. I would have gone to this little beach gnome. Am I saying it right? Yes, gnome. Mm -hmm. And I would have just handpicked it all. Didn't get the airplane, didn't get to Nome, but we were still able to find beautiful pieces of sea glass and incorporate that as well with color, with other elements that really brought it together, which she called, she goes, if this is even a thing, Alaska Coastal. Alaska Coastal. It's it's different than other areas that are coastal, right? I lived in Panama City. So Panama City, Florida Coastal and Alaska Coastal are are very different styles. They're very different environments. And you know, that makes me think of how even my style as, as what I find appropriate in my home has changed. One, as I went from not having any kids and, and getting married and, and living with this guy in uniform and we're newly married and, and we're in Panama City, right? Which is great to being yeah. in interior Alaska with three kids under four and a husband who's gone. So what functioned for us in Panama City and what functions for us with small children changes. And I've found that there's a lot of Alaska. If those of you who are listening haven't been to Alaska, it has a way of changing your perspective and just really, it's so grandiose and so just giant that the winter is, everything's extreme. Winter is extreme and summer is extreme and midnight sun is extreme and the landscape is extreme. And it's really changed how I appreciate nature and how I want to keep the inside of my home minimal because I want to see out of my windows and I want to have 
art that incorporates the different places that we live, which is a unique thing. That's a benefit of being a military spouse is I've seen different places and learned different things. But I also recognize that how other people design their homes might not be how I would because of the things that sort of tell the story of my family in the space that we live. How do I tell the story of our family and what's important to us and what we love and make it feel like home when we move all the time, right? It's hard because we don't want to let go of things because oh, this was from Alaska, but this was from Panama City and this was from Alabama. But I think there are ways to incorporate those things into collections as opposed to clutter. Ooh, I love that. When we incorporate them in certain ways and display them in certain ways, they become more of a collection that tell a story. And I love that. We are we are afforded this wonderful opportunity to live in different places and learn about different cultures, even families who live overseas. I've often heard families moving overseas and taking nothing mm. because they want to get everything there to bring it back so that they're bringing back a part of Okinawa or Korea or wherever, Germany, right. and bringing that back. And that's great. And, and one of the things that I touch in the book is we do change. Our design style changes with age, with time, with circumstance, where we live, whether we have kids, we have pets, it does change. And the one thing I want to say about that is that's okay. That is okay. But when you start with or have a neutral base, that really helps. Mm. I love wanting to have an emerald green couch. However, comma, is that emerald green couch really going to play everywhere I go? Or if I get maybe a cognac muted leather couch and add green throw pillows, right? I'm bringing it in. I'm bringing in my love for that without going crazy. And I'm trying not because I could buy a million throw pillows. I love <laughs> all the throw pillows. Give them to me, all of them. But what I'm trying to do now is just buy covers. I've got my pillow. I've got my green velvet pillow and I just cover them with whatever it is that I want to go to next. That that way I'm also not spending as much money, but really I'm not getting too many things. So when it comes time to move, I don't have to pack a million throw pillows. Right. And and I'm in base housing and there's not always, we've been in some that has great storage and great closet spaces. Right now in our master bedroom and my husband is in a leadership role, right? So you think like, oh, leaders are getting, okay, we share a sliding closet. We share a sliding closet. And I was talking to some of my friends whose husbands have different jobs and and aren't in leadership and they have this beautiful walk-in. I was like, wait, your neighborhood has that? She's like, don't you guys have that? I was like, girlfriend, let me send you a picture. I was like, here's my side. It's very beautifully organized. It's by color. I'm super organized about it. And I was like, here's the side that we do not speak of. And you know, sent her a picture of my husband. Here's his side. Okay. I'm going to pause right here. And we are going to listen to a quick message from our sponsor. A full service military bank committed to serving those who serve since 1907. Armed Forces Bank provides a vast array of affordable and easily accessible financial products to both active and retired military and civilian clients in all 50 states and across the world. When you're in the military, your needs are different, and your banking should be too. That's why, no matter where you are stationed in the world, Armed Forces Bank strives to make everything from banking solutions to financial advice personal, valuable, and convenient for you with numerous services, including online and mobile banking tools to help you bank on your schedule. It's so different when we move. I found I really like to display things. You mentioned the horizontal books behind me. I like to display things in a way that I can see things that are important to me that isn't very cluttered and overwhelming, but I like to keep that minimal because I don't want to dust all the things. So I like a lot of cabinets that close and I'm this weird mix of like, I want to see both. 
So I bought these bookshelves. They're downstairs on, against my white walls in, in my house. And I bought three of them and they sit side by side. So it creates a wall effect. But I also have three children. As we move, those might each end up in one house or in one, one bedroom, right? They might end up in a stairwell landing area, but it's half open bookshelf and half closed. So the board games and the crafts and all of the clutter from three school age kids is in the bottom in the space that we don't speak about. And the top is what mom made look nice. And it's still functional. That's where our Bibles and our books and some of our family pictures from different locations are displayed. But it's also this really great hybrid that I live with little kids. So I need a space that I can kind of like just tuck it away too. So, but those are things I've learned. My oldest is almost 10. So it's taken me a decade to sort of figure out how does my space function with what I like living with somebody who has a side of the closet we do not speak of. And then having busy kids, right? How do I make it work for, it's not just Heather's space anymore, but this right. is our home that we all share. How does everyone in my home feel comfortable? And having the picture perfect magazine home would make my heart so happy, but my family wouldn't feel at home there. Now, would it make your heart so happy with always having to say, don't touch that, don't touch that, don't move that? No. Don't. Right. So there's, no. a, there's a balance and you did a great thing, actually. You did a perfect designer thing which is you bought pieces that were modular. They yes. can be put together and look at a wall or they can be separated and put in other places. And they have two parts, a display part and a storage part. So that's a really smart buy. I just did a, a, a piece like that. And my daughter is off in college. You mm -hmm. mentioned Panama City. You know, she's not far from there. Yeah. Um, and she told me when I went to visit her that, mom, the first words out of her mouth, it feels like military housing. Oh, and I was yeah, like, it's true. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? And, you know, cause I'm like, I, I always tried to make our houses feel like homes. What do you mean? She goes, it's just, it's so sterile. It just doesn't have any life. So as soon as she said that, I'm like, I am, I'm on a mission. Yeah. And that was the first piece that I bought her was a shelf that was leaning that had display area and storage space because there are things that she wants to store, but things that she wants to display. And then I did removable wallpaper in small areas. It is very doable and inexpensive in large areas. I wouldn't necessarily recommend removable wallpaper because it can get costly. If you're okay with that, then great, do it. You know, just, I, I try and think of a budget, but the first thing she did, cause I did it while she was off at work or off in class mm -hmm. and she came in and went, mom, like this, I, this feels like a home now. Thank you. Oh. And that's what I want military families to feel, that it feels like home and start small. Your house does not have to look like Instagram day one. Right. Take your time, do an area, find an area, get that done. If it's the entryway, if it's your command center area, one step at a time. And yes, you might finish right when it's time to PCS to the next duty station. You might, it's and that's okay. That's true. Yeah. That's, that will be us, especially because, you know, we'll PCS on the back of a very long winter. So I'll have all of this winter time to be doing these fun things. And for us being in, you know, a Northern base and any of you who are listening and you get those, I would say, I don't know, like Kansas Northward, right. You're getting spaces that you're going to be inside right. for a long time. It's really important to create something that feels welcoming. There's a, um, there's a mindset it's called Hugh It's H Y G G E. And it's yeah. how to embrace the coziness of winter and it's lamps and textured pillows and blankets and warm food. And it's this whole mindset. And for here, for us in interior Alaska, really embracing the coziness of being together inside helps to embrace those long, long 
seasons of winter when we create a space that we want to gather with the people that we love. But it is hard because it's a military sterile house. And then how do I do it in a way that doesn't break my budget and that also kind of moves to the next house that maybe doesn't have a living room, right? So it's so interesting, these ways that we can sort of do that. I would love to hear one more, like what's your very favorite tip for anybody who wants to make their space look really, really nice. We have a two-story home. So upstairs is the playroom and bedrooms. I'm less strict about that because guests aren't coming upstairs or any guests who do come upstairs get to see how we live upstairs, right? But in our downstairs space, how do you create a space that not only your family feels welcome, but for us, we love to have guests so that other people will feel welcome. Maybe you own a home and you're going to rent it out. You want it to photograph well. Maybe you have a home that you're going to sell. You're staging it. Maybe just live there and love to host people. How do you really create that space that feels home to you and welcoming to other people? Okay. The first thing I look at is flow. When I walk into a space, does it feel like awkward when I'm walking in? Are furniture pieces cutting off the space? Are, is furniture not talking to each other? And this one is, and I argue with my husband about this. I love him, but <laughs> we do not agree on this point. We usually put everything up against walls, all the furniture's up against walls and everything's facing the television. That is not a welcoming space. You want furniture to talk to each other, even if the chairs are on the sides and the couches here, to be able to talk to each other. But the, the thing that really creates a space that's welcoming, you said it a second ago, it's texture. It is bringing in pillows, area rugs, baskets, woven baskets have beautiful texture. All that texture is warmth. Mm-hmm. And warmth is what makes our spaces feel welcoming. So when I say a leather couch, you know, I'm not talking about the big round one with the cup holder. That's oh, the, the little electric recliner yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Not my favorite. They're practical, but I they're not for me. Those go I'm, in the playroom upstairs. Those yeah, go in the yeah, family room. Yeah. Playroom. But you have this beautiful, like a cognac leather that is so warm. Mm. And when you think about that space and you look at that, like, oh, that's beautiful. But you have to think about size. Like you said, what if my room is it? So don't buy the giant sectional. Yes. Because that sectional may fit in this house, but may not fit in another house. So if you buy a smaller couch, you're still getting that. And then you have two accent chairs, put them talking to each other, then it makes more sense. So when you walk into a room and you look at the layout, if it feels awkward, it is awkward. Mm. Change the furniture around. It's furniture. Move it around. Right. I do it all the time. I'm like, let's see what happens over here. Nothing has to live in that space until you say, okay, this is where it's going to live. Sit with it, look at it for a little bit, have your family live in it and go, this doesn't work for us or this does work for us. But layout is usually the biggest thing, especially if you're entertaining. How, where are people going to sit? And additional seating, Ottomans. Ottomans are fantastic. So instead of a coffee table, no one can sit on a coffee table, right? but you can use an Ottoman as a coffee table and additional seating. So it helps with that. And it's movable. Again, back to modular furniture. I can move things around depending on what I am hosting, who's coming over, how is that going to work for our family? Did that answer the question? It does. That that helps so much to think of how do I create this warm space that's also functional for my family and also something I don't have to completely redo in each location, right? We know that moving with the military is expensive. We know that each move costs families out of pocket. So it's one of the four main causes of food insecurity, according to MFAN is, hey, did you move recently? So finding ways that we can create this warmth in our home and take it with us, 
I love that idea of using modular pieces, using these smaller things, using texture, using wall art, using wallpaper, finding these ways. Okay. How can we create this warm little pocket of our home? And maybe we start with that small area, the the area that you host coffee on Tuesdays, right? You're spending time there with your friends. Let's start there. Or maybe for me, it was making sure my workspace was set up. I spend a lot of time sitting in a chair next to a window in Alaska. I need my space not to suck. So, you know, how do you, where do you start? Where's the most important space and how do you bring in those little pieces and sort of build as you go? I love that. So these are such great tips and I love everything that you have shared with us today. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. You, you're such a wealth of knowledge. I want to come back to Alaska. I know. I I, I want to come back to Alaska and visit Well, you know, I happen to have a guest room with a queen bed that you could just, (laughs) we keep ready. We make my kids share a room because we live far away. So when people come visit, that's, that's a part of us for military. We live far away. We don't have weekend visitors or, or people that are coming. We can put them on a couch, right? When you're making the trek to Alaska, those of you who haven't been, it's like a full day travel here and a full day travel home. And I don't mean eight hours. I mean, we're talking 12, 15, 20 hours to get here. So you're not doing that on a long weekend. So with that, we created a space for our guests. We usually give them a welcome basket. We give them toiletries, water bottle, and their own space that they can feel at home when they're here. So if you want to come have a guest room that you can stay in. Well, you just said something. You said it feels like a, a, like a hotel room or like a hotel. When you go into high-end hotels, think about how you feel when you get there from the moment you get into the lobby you get up to the hallways, you get into the rooms. That is all structured and planned to make you feel welcome. So it's the same thing. So that's a tip, a little bit of homework that I give to everyone. Go check out, even if you're not going to stay there, you can visit, you can look at a hotel. Go and look at how things are laid out because they are laid out for conversation to exist so that people connect. And that's so important for a military family, especially when we're reintegrating, need to connect. If we spend those 15 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, whatever it is, connect and talk, not in front of this or in front of, you know, the television, create conversation because conversation is what creates community, even within our own families. We need to create that sense that we belong here this is right for us. And we're working together as a family. Oh, I love that, that we belong here. Isn't that what we want to feel when we're living as nomads, that we belong, that we have a place that we get to call home, even if it's for a short time. Now tell me where can everybody who is listening to the podcast, where can they find you? If they're like, oh my gosh, I want to know all the things that Maria does and all the ways that she helps and pick her brain for all of its brilliance. Where can they find you? So there's a bunch of places and it depends on what you're into. So if you're a TikToker, we're on TikTok. Come on over, hang out. We have great conversations. We go live all the time. If you're an Instagrammer, we're over there too. We give a lot of DIYs and great tips. We share about the upcoming episodes. The same on Facebook. We love to go live on Facebook and ask lots, uh, answer lots of questions. If you want to see the episodes, if you want to see it first before anybody else, it is on VetStream TV, and that's VetStreamTV.com. And that's where the episodes will all air first. And then they also air on Facebook and YouTube, Apple TV, Roku, and Amazon Fire. But VetStream TV, the reason that's kind of our home, it's not kind of, it is our home. That's your home. It, it, was, de- it was created, I was going to say decorated. <laughs> it, it was created by a Marine. Mm. And he saw the need for shows and and documentaries and programming that military and military families 
got and that it was like for military, by military kind of thing. It wasn't just, hey, we're the special on Veterans Day. It was really about us. So when he approached me, it was a no brainer. I was like, yes, yes, I have found my home. So they're great people. There's lots of great content on there. And, you know, and I will say this, if any of you have like show ideas, like I've always wanted to have a cooking show or a talk show, reach out to me because you never know. That's something we could pitch and you you never know. You could have a show on Bedstream TV. So I'm just going to throw that out there. I love that. We have, you know, one of the things I've seen as a military spouse, I had this idea, even as a kid, because both of my parents worked that stay at home spouses were like laying on the couch and eating bonbons. And I tell my husband all the time that I'm still waiting for the couch day with the bonbons. Like it's been a decade, bro. Like, where is this coming in? You know, but as I've gotten to know the military spouse community, and many of us are in seasons of being stay at home spouses or working from home or working part-time We have this amazing population of educated, driven men and women who know things. They're not just married to the military. They're not Mrs. Service member or Mr. Service member. They are educated, driven men and women who know things who just happen to be married to the military. So I love that you threw that out there because I know that we have brilliant, brilliant people who know so many things and have so much to offer both to our community and to the world at large. So if you're listening and you have an idea, definitely go find Maria at moving with the military. She's on TikTok. She's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. You can find her on Vetstream TV. She is everywhere. She is mill spouse extraordinaire. And we are so thankful for the way that you represent our military spouse community and just the military at large to, to the world and what you do to serve us. So thank you. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. This is a hella good, amazing community of people. And if, if, I can lift anybody up. I'm all about it. I'm here for it. All about it. I love it. Everybody listening, be sure that you are subscribing to the podcast that you are sharing with your friends. We appreciate the feedback and comments that you share with us as we support our military community. Thank you all so much for being a part of the Mill Housing Nation. We appreciate you. The Mill Housing Nation is where you always have a community, no matter where you are stationed.